Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I'm super excited today because I have one of my favorite business besties on with me. And I think you're going to get a lot out of this conversation. I always love chatting with her. In fact, I could probably chat all day with her, except I'm flying out to Arizona today. So we will stay on topic. Anyway, let me introduce my guest today. It's Janine. She's a coach, entrepreneur, wife, and mom to three little ones, all six and under. We need to talk about how you do that. And she's made it her goal to help ambitious women discover and create life on purpose. And she does this through her gifts as an intuitive channel and an empowerment coach. I need to talk about that for sure. So she does turn the average into extraordinary, and you can do that as well if you join her. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I was so excited to just meet you at first, and I know we've worked together for several projects, so you're always such a joy to have. Uh, thank you, Sarah. That means so much. I, The feeling's so mutual. Oh, I love it. So talk a little bit about what you do and how you do this with three little ones, because I'm always just amazed. I can't say I figured it out in one day. It is a constant evolving and changing plan. I know even we were talking before, I'm just going into summer hours. So that changes and what it looks like is changing in every season. But it ended up being one of those things where I just, I couldn't not do it. Like the calling was there. I couldn't not do it. So it was just one of those things that I got to figure it out. And there's been a lot of bumps in the road, but it's come through a lot of personal self-growth that it's even been possible. And really creating and cultivating a very intentional life. is This is one of my priorities. And also having a happy family life is one of my priorities. Then what does that get to look like? And it really does change season to season. Yeah. I love that you are intentional about creating the life that you want. Mm -hmm. And I think many times people fall into this life as they add things to their plate, as they add new work responsibilities, as they add family members to their family. So how have you actually created that intentionally? For a long time, I was definitely on autopilot. <laughs> going through the motions and thinking that was good enough and thinking that this was my whole life, my whole thing. And then I ran into a coach that was started asking why, like, why was I doing that? Why was, and I'd never actually thought why it was just like the next step in the path, the next step in the path. Yeah. And it's such a simple question. And it's, it, it blows my mind now that it didn't even occur to me to ask why or what I really wanted. Yeah. And now what I'm doing is every day checking in with myself. What do I need today? What does that look like? What do I get to create? What lights me up? What's out of balance? And I do that with a lot of personal growth. I do that with a lot of energy work. 
and it's always growing. It's always evolving. Who I was yesterday isn't who I am today because such a continual process, which I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that I really love is that you are stopping now to ask yourself why. So like you had an awakening and then now you're asking yourself this on a regular basis. So that power of reflection and continued growth must really help. Now, when you first stopped and she asked you why, what was your first thought, immediate reaction? I think I'm, I can be quite a stubborn person. It was more of that feeling of like back against the wall. What do you mean? Why? It's just, and then it wasn't until a few days later that I'm like, wait a second, where have I been just doing things without even thinking about why I'm doing it? And no. so I do find I'm one of those people that sometimes it's like, what? And then it processes and I'm like, oh my gosh. And that time is getting faster now that I've learned to trust the process. But it's, yeah, it was something that like just got deeper understanding over the month. And when that first happened, it was right around the time I had my first child, which I think is no coincidence. I think there's just something about having kids that yeah. changes something in you. Yeah, it changes your perspective. And sometimes your hopefully your priorities and really what I've heard from other people is wanting to be the best version of yourself for them. Yeah, because I think a lot of times it's harder to do things for ourselves, but if it's for somebody else where we find it so much easier, it's like when we're really kind to somebody else, but we're not always as kind to ourselves. It's mm -hmm. a very similar thing. It's that motivation. And it, as you work on yourself, it does change. And that's what I help a lot of women do is change it. So they get to work on themselves and then it goes out to others and then other people get the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. You said something really profound there that it's sometimes easier to help others than ourselves. How do you change that dynamic? I think self-awareness mm -hmm. is the best thing. And then the other part would be being very gentle on yourself. Yeah. Because we're not going to get it overnight or in a day. And I think that's a bit of a theme of what we're talking about. It's not an overnight process, but it's just, just having the knowledge to just watch your thoughts, watch your actions, and look at it from a watching like, oh, isn't that interesting that I would do that for someone, but I wouldn't set that boundary up for myself? Or isn't that interesting? that I would never talk that way to my child. And yet I'm okay with talking that way to myself all the time. And just being very gentle with yourself that it's going to take a little bit of time. And as you notice the thought, one of the practices that I really like to do is if one of those thoughts come up, a lot of them aren't ours. We've gained them from people, environments, and generally not with ill intent. Yeah. So... I really like to say if one of those thoughts come up, so I have something I can do, so I can take action because action feels so good, is return to sender with love. Yeah. As thoughts come, return to sender with love. And this is the new way I choose to think or act or treat myself. Wow. I love that phrase, return to sender with love. Yeah. And how long do you think it would take to reprogram some of those thoughts? It depends on how deep it is. I know one of the biggest 
thought changes that I did that like I noticed and it was so funny. It was so instant. So right away is I used to say I have to do everything. Mm -hmm. I have to do the laundry. Mm -hmm. I have to write those emails. I have to. And I was like, wait, I don't have to do anything. Everything in my life is a choice. Everything I do is a choice. So I'm going to change it to I get to. Yeah. So after my first full day of changing to I get to, and I would say I have to, I'm like, wait, no, I get to. Yeah. By the end of the day, I noticed I had more energy. Like I was not having that nagging, like you have to do this. You have to do that. And God, it felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's such power in language. I talk a lot about when I, and I don't know if you've ever known, if you knew this, but I had one of my master's degrees is counseling based. And so I had to do, I got to do, I should change that language. I had the opportunity to really practice. I had to do 500 hours or something in counseling, which that was not my primary focus of what I wanted to go into. But one of my teachers really taught me to listen for certain words. And one was have to, one was just like if somebody's explaining something to somebody else and they say, you just do this, it's implying, hello, this should be easy. You just do this. So the power of language, how we talk to ourselves and others really does change the dynamic on how we feel. But I love that you mentioned the energy. Because mm -hmm. it changes the energy. I think one of the words that needs to be on the list is should. Oh, yeah. Should was one of them. I'd have should to go back and look. Should and be on there. Yeah. Is. And whether you understand the energies or not, just mm -hmm. go around, pick five things saying, I have to do this. Yeah. Now, to, I yeah. get to, it's, you can see it. You can see all this. I'm like, I get to. It gets exciting. It gets to be something that was your choice. I always think of I get to as a kid in their birthday party, how they're like yeah. so excited, like, oh my gosh, I get to see my friends and I get to play and I get to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the energy matters so much because everything you have to do, everything you should do, all of the guilt, all of the shame, all of the, it's heavy. Yeah, yeah. And. I could not be doing what I'm doing today and raising three young kids and staying sane if I wasn't being mindful of the heaviness of the energy, what I'm allowing in my life, yeah, what needs to be released. Yeah. So now you help women discover and really create a life on purpose. So if someone's listening to this and they start asking themselves, why am I doing this? And they're like, oh, I have no idea how I got here. What's like the first step of going to creating that life on purpose rather than just, like you said, autopilot? Yeah. I think the first step is literally having that awareness that you're not living your life on purpose, that you are on autopilot. I think that's the first step is being mindful. And then everybody's path is so unique, but it's asking the questions, asking, reaching out for help. If there's a coach that you're like, this is what I want to create. Sometimes it's reaching out to someone who's been there before so yeah. you can the guidance because it's an emotional roller coaster once you start peeling back the layers because some of the things that you've learned and that you count as your true self and part of your true identity, that's not even yours. That could be your grandparents that's been passed down, but it's 
it's always yeah. and you've never questioned if it still served you. Yeah. And those questions are huge. Yeah. And those reflection questions are sometimes not easy to answer. Like, why am I doing this? Uh, some of the things I'm thinking about is I don't even know why, how did we get here? Why do I, and, and also why do I continue to do it? Like I might be able to figure out why it started, but really dig digging into that why is sometimes not easy. Sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's money. Like I got here and I, why am I doing this? Cause I don't have any money. So I have to do it or whatever it may be. But I love that you talk about that ongoing reflection on it, where the journey is not a one-time conversation or a one-time thought. Yeah. I think one of the reasons why I'm so big on the why is because there's so many ups and downs on the journey, whether you're an entrepreneur or whether you're not, there's so many ups and downs. So on the times that it's down, why are you getting up in the morning? Why are you doing what you do? It doesn't have to be the thing that, oh, it switches your mood right away and everything yeah. like that. But it can be that North Star and it can keep you on that path, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. Yeah. And we talk a lot about dreams and goals and how the big things are often difficult. If it's worth doing, it shouldn't probably be really easy. It should be a stretch. And sometimes it's hard to stay on that track because many times when you're trying to do something really big or live your life on purpose and make big shifts, you have to do things that you've never done before. So you become a beginner and that not everybody likes to be a beginner. That's a hard place to be, especially for high achieving women who are used to being successful so how would you suggest somebody navigate that? I think as much as we have to do the why every day, we also have to look at the why in our goals before as we're setting them. So then you're not only doing the present, but you're also looking into the future as to where you want to go. Because I've had so many clients come to me and say, my goal is 100,000 because that's the it number right now. It's starting yeah. to the seven figures, but that's six figure, a hundred thousand. That's the it number right now. Yeah. And so I asked them the why. And generally they're like, I don't know, like that seems to be the number that's meant to be. That seems to. But if we're looking at the energy of that, it really holds no energy. It's because yeah. that's supposed to be where you want to go. That's supposed to be. And so ask yourself, what do you want to be doing when you have that hundred thousand? Like yeah. what the version of you? What is the life? that you want to live at that point. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's being able to hire a housekeeper. Maybe it's to have coffee every day. Maybe it's going to multiple trips a year. Yeah. So that's the goal. Choose that to be the goal, not the 100,000, because you'll hit 100,000 for sure. Yeah. It's just going to be done with so much more ease and joy because it gets to be joy even when it's hard. Yeah. I don't know how that became the number, but I think that it's really interesting when I work with clients and I see that they get there, it's it's like a point where they're proud and they're like, ooh, that hustle was all worth it. But it's also a place in a business, I think, that it creates less stress because most of the time at that level, 
people are paying themselves, which is always a thing, paying themselves and they have a little more comfort around their finances. And But I think it really comes down to that feeling of having achieved a goal. And I think achieving the goal is so important. Like I, I love goals, like goals are great. Yeah. So get that goal that feels good so you can get there faster. Yeah. And I think a lot of times like, you can hustle hard to hit 100,000. Yeah. But if you haven't done the inner work, you're the same person you were when you were making 10K versus 100K. Yeah. You're the person with a couple more tools in your toolbox, where if you can evolve into the person you want to be and focus on that piece, yeah, you feel good for like for longer, like it's with you forever and you have in your pocket. Yeah. I think so many people leave their nine to five in search of freedom. Mm-hmm. And then back to the hustle culture that you mentioned, then they create a business that is not intentional around the life that they truly want. And they end up in a business that is exactly why they left their nine to five. That's all they know. You yeah. create what you know. And unless you're going back to the why, unless you're asking yourself why you're doing it and reinstilling that every day, you're constantly on a wheel creating your past otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're constantly on a wheel creating your past. And mm-hmm. as humans, we do that in so many areas of our life, don't we? And in every area, honestly, that I can think of, because we do what we know. Yeah. And if we always do what we know, that that's always coming from the past of what we've learned in the past. It's not actually what's true for you in the present. And sometimes that stands for you still. And sometimes that's still relevant and works for you. But sometimes it's, oh, does this still serve me? Or is it time to let it go, upgrade, evolve? And it doesn't mean what's in the past was worse mm-hmm. or better or anything like that. It just means this is what you need now. Yeah. And that is deep. That's why we need, that's why we need to really dig into that why more often because many times we're just recreating generational as well decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, the interesting thing is, then your kids do it mm-hmm. and then it passes on. Like somebody gets to break the cycle. Somebody gets to do that. And I've chosen to do that in my life. And also mm. I have the unique experience of getting my kids to do it. And they're still mm. young, so it looks very different, but it's just seeing it. Like, why are you doing that? And just being able to empower them. By empowering yourself, you're really causing that ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. And speaking nicely to yourself as well. <laughs> that is so huge. It's so funny. I'm like, I want to be my three-year-old when I grow up because oh. Oh, you look so beautiful. You're so kind. You're so special. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. That is amazing. And then there's something that happens that rocks that. And that's what's so sad. I've worked on a lot of committees where the chair has somebody on the committee that's like super excited and like very ambitious and they're great. And I'm like, don't dim their sparkle. Mm. Do not take away their sparkle. And isn't that why it's so important that we're so intentional about the people we surround ourselves with? Because we can hold ourselves up and sometimes it's just a lot So it's just a lot and then we sway and then we lose a bit of that sparkle. So if we surround ourselves with people who 
completely know how awesome we are. And if we need a kick in the butt, it's an empowered kick in the butt. Yeah. Then that's what we want to strive for. Yeah. So I always like to ask everybody, what are you currently reading? Because I know that you do a lot of reflection, a lot of reading. So what's on your book list right now? The My favorite book that I read recently is actually by Joe Vitale, Zero Limits. Hmm. I need to add that to the list. Oh, it's good. And the lovely thing is it's such a simple read because reading is not something I make a huge amount of time for right now yeah. with schedule and the kids and that one was so easy, so good. And it's all about taking ownership of everything and everyone in your life. Yeah. But not having to do anything to fix it. Yeah. I like that. Taking ownership of everything and everyone in your life. That I think is something that a lot of people can learn a lesson from. I'm going to add that to the potential book club list. We have a book club. So yeah, I'm reading Grit, which is not a light read. It is very scientific, but it's so fascinating. It's about how talent is not enough to be successful. And so she studies like why some of the most talented people go into the Marines or go into elite programs and then drop out right away. And so spoiler alert, because it's the title of the book, that grit is the other component is that if they have this grit, then they maybe don't necessarily need all the talent in the world, but they have enough to be successful. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. It's, it's so true. Yeah. It's a deep, it's a deep read because she does talk about the science and stuff like that, where they've actually studied people who go into the Marine Corps and they've been working on that since they were 11 years old. And then they drop out in the third month. Not like tenacity and fears that you have to overcome that is very yes. once you're doing it yeah it's all mindset work yeah now yeah it's that would be a very interesting read yeah it's a great read and it goes back to your question of the why like mm -hmm. why did I start this journey why am I still on this journey so I think that's really interesting because it all comes back to that why. And I think there could be some key to that, that maybe their alignment of their why is off. Yeah, because those fears are very real. And knowing your why, you can choose. That is not the path you want to walk down or yeah. it's too important not to walk down that road. Exactly. I just love this conversation. I always love talking with you. And I always know you're up to something. You have something that you're working on, putting out, because you do such great stuff. So I'd love for you to tell the audience right now how they might work with you and what they might expect and where to find you. Thank you. Yeah, I have. I usually have an event going on or two this summer. I am taking the summer off uh, so I can speak to wonderful podcasters such as yourself, Sarah. But one of the greatest places to hang out with me is actually in my Facebook group, Her Extraordinary Life, where really just put out those questions that get you thinking. We start the conversations. It's a community of very like-minded women. That's the main place. Or you can come hang out with me on my Instagram at janine.hauk and or send me an email, janine at janinehauk.com, and we can get the conversation going. You can share with me what you're experiencing. I always have my inbox open. Yeah, I love your Facebook group. It's very inspirational. The people in it are great. So definitely check that out. I'll link that in the show notes for everyone. So 
you can jump into her Facebook group. And again, she always is hosting an event or two. So definitely check those out. I'm usually promoting them or part of them. So I think you're in good hands if you do reach out. So make sure you jump in that group. Thank you. Yeah. If you're ready to start, get off autopilot and really get intentional Mm -hmm. on purpose. Come hang out with me. I got you. Yeah. I love it. Thank you for being on the show. It was so great to have you. I always love connecting with you. You're like one of my favorite people. So thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one, everyone. And remember, you can crush your goals without working double time. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.